All right, take your Bible to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 11. Let's pray. Father, we honor you this morning. We praise you and we thank you for many, many blessings you have blessed us. Father, as we approach the time of the year, the season of the year, as we are a few weeks away from Christmas, as we celebrate the greatest gift that you gave us, the gift that is above and beyond most of the gift that we will receive, the gift that is everlasting, the gift that will live and lead and help us through ages and lead us to heaven. Father, we are so thankful that we have the gift that you gave us. That gift is Jesus Christ, the Lord who was born in about this time of the year. So God, as we go through and get ready for this Christmas, I know it will be a sad time for some families. They know that they will, won't have their loved ones that are missed. We know some will celebrate Christmas with a... a with illness and difficulty and a lot of different situations in the homes. But God, one thing that we will rejoice and be thankful and happy about is the special uh, gift that you gave us, which is your son. You gave us salvation. You gave us everything, Lord. So we have a reason to be happy and to uh, celebrate and rejoice. That help us that we will honor and raise Christ and we will honor him during this Christmas. Father, help me with the message this morning as I share a few thoughts that God, my aim and goal is to praise you and worship you and honor you in this message. Lord, I'm nothing without you. Use me as a vessel. And I pray that you will encourage us through your word that when we leave this house, your house, that we would be happy and glad that you have blessed us with your message from your word. Thank you for everybody who's here. We pray for those who could not be here today. <clears throat> Lord, our heart and prayer goes to John as he lost his mom today, uh, today and uh, yesterday. And I pray that God, you give him grace and help him go through, Lord. So we pray and that you meet the needs and during this difficult time. We pray also for many other families that are not here today who are in uh, the different situations. God, you, you bless them. And the difficulty was serious uh, this, that they're, they're facing, Lord. So I thank you for your word, and thank you for everything. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says, uh, Luke chapter 2, we're going to read verses 1 to 11. The Bible says, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. Make me realize that we are not the only ones who pay taxes. And they have to deal with taxes too. Uh, some of what, we, we don't like tax. Tax, they're very high and expensive. They take off your paycheck and... Uh, but it is the way we have to deal with it. <laughs> and all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. 
and Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be taxed with Mary his espoused wife being great with child and so it was that while they were there the days were accomplished that she should be delivered and she brought forth her first son and wrapped him in swollen clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. This was a difficult situation. The old woman, we want to deliver her baby in a manger. A manger is a place where they feed animals. So you know, you know, you know in your mind what it looks like. But this was a sad moment. Seeing the Lord lowering himself and uh, allowing himself to be born in the lowest place in the world. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Verse 11, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. So if you read it, verse 11 very carefully, it's saying, For unto you, that is, unto me, unto us, unto the whole entire world, is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. The message this morning is pretty much based on Christmas. What was the best Christmas gift that you ever received? Many of you could remember your best first Christmas gift that you received from your family. But I believe all those gifts, they are good. They are usable. Some gifts you don't need it, but you take it anyway because it's a gift. Some gifts, you might not want to use it. You might pack it, put it in a packing, nice and proper, put it in the mail, send it to somebody. But Christmas time, it's, it's a good time. It's all about showing loved ones how much you care for them and give them gifts. That's how we celebrate. But the thoughts I want to bring this morning is the best Christmas gift that ever had. The best Christmas as a believer, as a child of God, has a, uh, for me to say it, the best Christmas that I have received is receiving the gift of salvation. I accepted the Lord as my Savior. That's the best Christmas I ever heard. That Christmas, that this gift came with all the package, everything. And it's everlasting. Never grow old, never get rusted, or never be broken, or never been gone out of date or expired. But it is an everlasting gift. You see, friends, this is, this is, that is why we will celebrate this Christmas with joy and happiness and gladness. And the biggest part is we will honor Jesus Christ as we celebrate. As you sit down in your family and gather around the table 
and eat a dinner, Christmas dinner, we would, you would realize that we would honor God, Jesus Christ, above, beyond, and everything, the food or the gifts and presents or the threes or decoration. Christ will be honored above all those things. Before I press on this message, uh, I have a few differences we could see the reason why the things that we celebrate and enjoy during Christmas time. My first thought is, had Jesus not come into this world, can you imagine this world would be different? Had Jesus Christ would not come, you know, there will be many things that we, don't, we, we will not have it today. If Jesus Christ didn't come in this world, there would not be a church. There would not be a, a worship, like we come in Sunday and worship. If had Jesus Christ would not come, the pilgrims would have not sailed on a Mayflower And America would not have been founded on Christian-based principles if Jesus Christ had not come. If Jesus Christ has not come, this church won't be here. I will not be here worshiping God, Jesus Christ, if Jesus Christ has not come. If Jesus Christ was not born came into this world, billions of our sins that we've committed will never be forgiven. We will never be forgiven. We'll be still bound in our sins. If Jesus Christ would have not come, my friends, there would not be a heaven, home in heaven for us. There would be not a heaven a home for us. If Jesus Christ would have not come, there would not be a Christmas. There would not be a Christmas card. There would be no tidings of hope, peace, and goodwill to all men. We would not wrap in package and putting up Christmas trees. We would not be saying Christ is born. We would not be singing carols if Jesus Christ has not come. But I'm glad that Jesus Christ came. Uh, Luke chapter 2, 11, the Bible says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. You know, when we go through this season of the year, many of the families, I guess, many of us, we are planning going shopping and shopping to shopping and trying to find a specific gift for that specific person. Sometimes it makes shopping complicated. Some people are so picky about gifts. They like certain kind of gifts, but you have to go from shopping, you have to go Walmart or go to JCPenney or go to uh, Big Lots or um, 
Target or go to uh, Marshalls, uh, go to the mall, and you are, you are on the run trying to find a specific gift. And sometimes it is hard to find a specific You want to go on Amazon and sit on your computer and try to type up and try to find a specific gift. And you pay and, you know, and wait for it to arrive. <clears throat> But the first thing, but I will say, the, the best gift that was given to us is what God gave us. It was the first Christmas gift, gift that was given, was given to us by God. I don't believe in, the, I, I, I don't think in the Old Testament, when they, those prophets, when they, they didn't celebrate Christmas. But you are, we are so lucky Christmas came to us. Christmas started in the day when Jesus was born, became a man, and born in the manger. That's where Christmas started. And the first gift that God gave us is the gift that he gave his only begotten son. He gave to us, us only. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. My friends, that everlasting life cannot find in any place in this world, but it can be only found in one person, Jesus Christ, the best gift that God gave us. I want to talk about gift. The first gift we see, I will talk about is the personal gift. When we read Luke chapter 2, 11, it, it says very specific, for unto you, that means you was given the gift. One thing good about gift is when gift is given, you have to receive it. You have to claim it. You have to get it. If you don't claim it, that gift is not yours. The, for the first gift we see here is the, the precious personal gift. The gift was given to you personally. Somebody else doesn't have to receive the gift for you. You're the only person that gift is meant for you. You have to receive it. Before you own it. So God gave Jesus Christ the first gift to the world. And he gave it specifically to you. And that gift was meant for you. And you yourself has to receive it before the gift becomes yours. The second gift here is the gift. is so precious gift. This gift that God gave us was so precious. My friends, God gave his best to us, for us. God gave the best to us. This gift that God gave us was so precious. Imagine how Jesus, being God and was born, was given to us as a gift. But in other hand, we see God, almighty and all-powerful, you see, when Jesus, after his ministry, he was so powerful, he could speak, and the storms calmed, and he could speak, and the dead was raised, and he made the blind men see. But when we look at when he was born, he was, he born, he was gave, God gave him, gave us the best gift. When he was born, he, he lowered all his power and all his greatness, nothing down to zero. And he humbled himself 
He was powerful. God could have gave Jesus Christ with all the power, mighty and majesty. If God did that, it would be a different thing. But God was so loving and so kind enough. He gave his son in a humble way. You talk about humility. A God humbled himself down to our level. Even more down to our level. Can you see Mary holding the boy? Wrap around the sword and clothes and laid him down in the manger. A filthy place with smells. All the stinks of animal waste. And Mary, Mary sitting on the side in the, in the manger. In the, beside probably the stall. But it was, he was born in a sad place. A king could leave his throne and come down for us to give us hope and peace, to reach us when we seemed unreachable. So the gift that God gave us was so precious. You see a little boy born, when you hold and look at his precious and how nice it is. Reminds us the precious gift that God gave us. God sent his precious son as a baby. But that feeling was not make difference. Jesus was wrapped in humanity. Second thing, it was a purposeful gift. It was very purposeful. Christ is the most useful gift anyone could have. And Jesus Christ is always needed. And he is always available. My friends, as Christians, we need Christ. We need Jesus. Oh, how we need him every day of our life. He is our Lord, our Savior, our God. My friends, like, a heart, like you depend on your heart beating every second, he is needed every second. What if the heart beating stops? You are dead. And if Christ is not beating like a heart in our life, my friends in body, we can claim to be a Christians, but in literally, we are death. We will walk like a zombies. Jesus is like a heartbeat to us. When he's beating in us, my friends, we are alive. We are walking alive. But if he's dead in us, we are dead. Jesus, this prophet, this gift that Jesus gave us was a perfect, and it was a prophetic gift. See, before Moses wrote in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 18.15, he wrote, Moses wrote about him, not knowing Jesus will be born the day that he will not be living. Moses wrote about him. Isaiah wrote about his suffering. That he would die, he would be wounded for our sins. But Moses wrote and said, The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me. Unto him he shall hearken. Moses wrote about, he prophesies about Jesus' birth, that he would come and he will be born of a virgin. He also prophesies about his sinless life. So Moses prophesies 
and Jesus did came. And Jesus did, was born of a virgin. And Jesus was indeed, he did a sinless life. And the, all prophet, prophets also prophesied that he, he, about his atoning death on Calvary. And guess what? That did happen. And he died on the cross of Calvary. He died for all our sins. And in the prophet, they also prophesied about his resurrection. And did he raise from the dead after three days? Yes, he did. He did raise from the dead after three days. And prophets also prophesied about his second coming. Has he come yet? Or he will come. And he will come. The second, this last time, he, when he comes, he will come as the king of kings. Oh, it won't be like first when he came. The first when he came, he humbled himself in humility and lowered his power, lowered his greatness down to zero and became like one of us when he was born. But the second time when he comes, uh-uh, he will come with his glory, mighty and power. It will be different when we hear the trumpet sounds. When, he, when we hear Jesus Christ coming down from the sky, oh, it will be exciting, but it will be, all, it will be a time of fear. It will be all in the time of trampling of fear of friends. But us as Christians, it will be exciting moments when we lift our eyes and see Jesus Christ. We will not just lift our eyes and see him. The moment we lift our eyes and see him, we will be ascending up to meet him in the air. It will be an exciting time. My friends, sometimes we get weary and tired, but we have a good things. We have a hope to see Jesus Christ coming. This second time when he comes, he will come, but he will be a king of kings. Coming as a king with his power and with his glory. Last gift, last, last, last part of this message is that his, he, God gave us the most powerful gift. That gift was Christ the Lord. My friends, as we go through this Christmas and get excited about sharing gifts and showing love to our loved ones, we will do it with excitement, with joy in our heart, just because with all the gifts that we give compared to the gift that God gave us, it's above and beyond measure. I am so glad that God gave this gift. He gave his son. And when I look at him, when he, when he lowered his power and his greatness to come and reach me who is a sinner, nothing good to break about in my life. Lost and bound for hell. But God loved me so much. And Jesus came and gave me the gift. I accepted and believed in him by faith. And God forgave me, made me become a child of God. I am a part of the heir of Christ. And I am home in heaven. Even though I live in a personage, I have a better home waiting for me. Even though it's not as much roof as I wanted, I don't have much space for me to study. Do my, I'm narrowed down. I am very grateful. It's a blessing. But I'm very thankful I have a home in heaven. As we go through this Christmas, we will celebrate this Christmas because we have the most everlasting best gift that we ever had in this world. I must say, giving my gift to somebody, say, this gift won't last long. 
It's not eternal. It'll be gone the next day. But there is a better gift that God gave us. It is an eternal gift. Because of that gift, the whole entire world was changed. See, <clears throat> the gift was wrapped in the swollen clothes. It was humbled and lonely. But we received that gift. But that gift grew and changed the whole entire world. That gift made us peace with God. That gift forgave all our sins, taking all our sins, all our record away from us. That gift gave us hope, life, and victory. Everything we have today is because of Jesus Christ. As I finish this message, I want to write you about a, a, a statement that somebody wrote. It's really nice. I think you will enjoy it. This is how it says. A minister fell asleep in his study on a Christmas morning, right before church service were to start. So a preacher was getting ready just before church service, and he fell asleep on his study table. In his dream, he found himself looking through his home, so he was dreaming in his dream, he was looking at his house. But no little stocking hung by the chimney, neither Christmas wreaths, no holy decorated the house. He walked out on the street, but nowhere could he see a church with its spire pointing to heaven. Returning to his library, he walked to read a book on the Christmas faith, Christian faith. But every book about Jesus had disappeared from the shelves. His doorbell rang. A messenger asked him to visit a dying woman. So the preacher, he hurried to her house. Sitting down beside the old lady, he said, I have something there here that will comfort you. So the preacher opened his Bible to look for a familiar New Testament verse. But the Bible ended at Malachi. He could only bow his head and weep in her in bitter despair. Two days later, the preacher stood beside this woman's coffin to conduct the funeral service, but there was no message of consolation. As the service concluded by the grave, there was no word of glorious resurrection, no open, no open heaven, but only ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And one long farewell, realizing that Jesus Christ has never been born, the minister in his dream burst into sobbing. Suddenly he woke with a startle. He heard the choir rehearsing in his church next door. A shout of praise poured from his lips as he listened to the message of the carol. Oh, come, all ye faithful. His dream was just dead. Actually a nightmare, really. In fact, all of life would be just a nightmare. You see, all of life would be a nightmare if Jesus not come into this world with his light and love. Think about the difference that Jesus Christ has made since he came into this world. See, if Jesus Christ didn't come into the world, my friends, our life would be hopeless. We will, life would be completely dark. But he came. We have a hope. We have a joy. And we have something to be happy about. 
as we go through this Christmas. But the biggest thing is that <clears throat> he came, he was the gift to us, to the whole entire world. He is still the gift. And that gift, when you get it, receive it, claim it, that gift will do a lot in your life. My friends, it will change you and it will turn your life around. Just like Jesus Christ turned this world upside down. He will turn you from dark to light. And we will turn you to live in dark, light, live in the light. But you have to receive the gift. Nobody will receive it for you, you personally. But if you have received the light, received the gift that God gave us, why don't worship Him? My friend, sometimes it's so sad when Christmas times, family will get around the Christmas tray, opening a gift, and we forget all about the Savior. It's because of Jesus Christ we have all this Christmas gifts and time that we celebrate the season. But I believe he needs to be honored and worshipped above and beyond as we settle and celebrate this Christmas. As I promised, straight at 12. Let's pray. Our Father, we do thank you that we don't deserve what you gave us. What you gave us was far more beyond than what we have. Our Father, we thank you for your only Son, Jesus Christ, that you gave him to us. How humble he was in humility when he came at the foot of the dust of this world, born in a manger. As Father, many of us, we sitting in here know that many of us, we were not born in a manger, not in a dark, dirt, stinking place. We were, many of us, some of us were born in a hospital with a better care, with a better, healthy place. But God, I pray that you humble us, that we will worship and honor you as we approach this very special time of the year. Our Father, we pray if there's somebody who has never received the gift of eternal life, that is Jesus Christ, will make it a today as they go through this Christmas time. To know that the biggest gift that God gave us, the best gift that led us to eternal salvation, life and ho- life in heaven, sins forgiven, is Jesus Christ. Lord, help somebody receive that gift today. I pray for somebody that has been discouraged, uh, having a rough time, that God help them to realize that, that they have received that gift and that Jesus Christ can help them as they go through this difficult time. Father, I pray, whatever the need is that we have today, that we will bring it before you and come to you for your help, Lord. Lord, we know that we are helpless people, but you are our God, you are our helper. You will help us accordingly what we're facing, what we're dealing with in our own life, Lord. Help us today as we go through this invitation, uh, song, Lord. We thank you for your many blessings. We pray, ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.